Hey, what is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Vamo Radio. I'm here today with Sean Perez. Hey, Sean, how are you? Hey, Vanessa. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm really glad to be speaking with you today. Um, now, Sean, I know that you are not only a coach, you're not only a mentor, but you are also the founder of Power Moves Incorporated, which is like your baby. And yep. also you are the founder of Global Spin Awards, which is a huge deal. So it's so much we got to get into this interview. Um, so actually, I wanted to start off with you in the industry, um, beginning with your Bad Boy Records internship. So how did that go for you? How did you win something like that? Um, you know, first, before we get into it, I want to thank you, Vanessa, for having me on. I do appreciate it. So thank you so much for thinking enough of me to have me on your platform. Um, that, that actually does mean a lot. So we'll start there. Thank you. You know, me getting into the music industry was extremely difficult. I tell this story over and over again because I think people need to understand when you see successful people out there, you know, whatever level of success they may have achieved, it didn't just come overnight. It didn't just come because, oh, they were so special or they just knew somebody. More times than not, they grinded and grinded. They took L's. They took failure after failure. And finally, they made their mark. I'm no different. I could not get a job in the music industry to save my life. I literally just couldn't, period. I took five internships. I thought, I think, I'm a pretty smart guy. I am hungry. I'm ambitious. I'm all of those things since I was a young man. And I was taking these unpaid internships, and that's something that I want to stress because back in those days, the labor laws didn't protect uh, employees or wannabe um, employees. You can literally work for free, which I did, meaning it was all free. It wasn't car fare. It wasn't lunch money. It was not an hourly wage. It was get yourself down here, pay for your own food, and get yourself home. I took five internships. The lowest amount of time I spent on any one internship was about eight months. So let's just say I did a year and change at one place, eight months at another place, 12 months at another place, another, who knows, 14 months, another place. By the time I made it in the industry, I had invested somewhere between six and seven years of free labor. So I just think it's important that whatever it is that you truly want to do, if it is your purpose, if it is your passion, if it is any of those buzzwords out there that we all say we want to do, I ask the same question to any and everybody that tells me I want to do X, whatever that variable is, you fill in the blank. But whenever people tell me I want to do X, I ask them, it's a cost to it. And the price is high. Are you willing to pay the price? In my case, it was years and years of working for free. No, we won't hire you. Work for free again. No, we won't hire you until I finally got a yes. But your circumstances might be different. Are you willing to pay the price? Simple as that. Definitely. That's Definitely. the way I made it in, Vanessa. I really appreciate you actually being able to tell your story, especially how you grew up, actually having that hunger in your heart and wanting to be able to continue your career. And actually, you've done a fantastic job. I know you may feel like you're not successful yet, but as we see, again, it's like outside of looking in, 
we see the success, we see the hard strides and everything that you put together. So that's fantastic. And that's fantastic. Yeah, I I, I, w- I want to chime in there, if 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 I might. Yeah. I don't yeah. see myself as successful. Number one, of well, obviously, yes, of course, I know I've reached a certain level of success. But with any ambitious human being, you never ever arrive. You never get to that destination to where you're sitting back and you're comfortable because it's not about money. It's not a, it, it, you know ambitious people, we're always chasing another goal. So for me, yes, I've hit milestones. Yes, I've hit my goals. But every time I get to a certain level, I'm looking for the next two levels in front of me. So for me, I always try to remain humble and have a certain amount of humility when even when I'm talking to myself, because the day that I start to feel that, that I've arrived, the day I start to feel that, that I am this successful person and you know I should be walking in a room with a swelled head, that is the day that I lose my edge. That is the day that that hunger goes out the window. And I can't you know, allow myself to, to think that I'm anything more than what I am because I'm still very much an extremely ambitious and hungry human being. Definitely, definitely. And also knowing um, that you're actually really fantastic at your marketing and communication skills. Um, you actually had the chance to break records. So can you kind of tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, when I when I got my first industry, music industry job at Bad Boy Records, I came in as a, a, a member of the street team. Being a member of the street team is kind of the lowest. Uh, think of it as if there is a totem pole in the music industry, that would be the lowest position on the totem pole. But that is, that you know, you got to get in where you fit in. And again, it's it's that humility thing that, that I was speaking about earlier. You know, people think even, you know, I hear it so often today, people they overvalue themselves and they think they're supposed to come in to whatever industry that they're pursuing, you know, and it's supposed to be sweet. I'm supposed to get in and just get the job that I want, or I'm supposed to be in a position that, that I find comfortable. It doesn't work like that in real life. And we have to remind ourselves, or and I love to remind people like, look, you just need to get in. Once you get in the door, you can figure this thing out. And in my case, no, hell no, I didn't want to be on the street team, but that was my way in. But when I got in the door, Bad Boy Records at the time, it was just getting off the ground. And, you know, I I, I was, yes, I was doing street team and marketing stuff, which would later serve me in a way that I could not have imagined back then. But I wanted to work records. I wanted to graduate. I wanted to be on the front line. Yes, Diddy and my man Harv Pierre and all of those guys were in the studios making the records, but making the records, you're only as good as the person who's breaking them. So for me, I worked hard. I I showed that I was totally committed, totally committed to this position. Even though I was on the bottom, I was committed to it. And every chance I got to do Anything that was outside of my um, my position, outside of whatever my title was at that time, I did it. 
I, I, I just was very aggressive. Like, look, I understand that this is my title. I understand that this is the position, but I can do way more than one thing effectively at once. And eventually I was promoted to uh, working in, in the mix show radio department at Bad Boy. And I, you know, I worked records from everybody from Notorious B.I.G. to, to Mace to Faith to Carl Thomas to Sean Diddy Combs to Shine, Black Rob, you name it. If it was at that label, I'd done it. And then I got so really great at what I did I was working records for any and everybody you can think of in the music industry. Anybody from Cash Money, Lil Wayne, Drake, uh, uh, Nicki Minaj to uh, Alicia Keys, um, just anybody who you could think because my reputation had grown so much and I was so really great at what I was doing. Everybody wanted me to have my hand in their records, breaking their records so that their artists can go from obscurity to now be in a household name. Definitely, definitely. Again, um, senior uh, actual successes you've had so long and so much inside the industry. Actually, like you said, at such a young age where you were beginning with your internship and you've done this for years and you actually been able to break records, actually being able to say that I've been able to break records in the industry. Now you actually have your own baby, your own company, which is a promotion and marketing company, Power Moves Incorporated, um, which actually has had the success of being able to um, work with like McDonald's and HBO, Viacom, some of the biggest names, Sean Combs. There's so many other different names and different kind of firms and brands. So how did you kind of create that opportunity for yourself within the industry? That's a great question. And I need people to really listen to this. Trust the process. I'm going to say that again, because it is a message that I tell any and everybody who will listen. I am a person, I love to share wisdom. I love to share experience. I love for our people to get information that I didn't have. So when I am speaking, I try to give as much as I possibly can because when I was coming up, I did not have that mentor. I did not have that person in place that can say, Sean, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Now, I say trust the process for a very, very basic reason. When I told you guys I was struggling to get into the music industry, in order to pay my bills, I became a party promoter. In becoming a party promoter, it's just like the title says, you are a promoter. So I understood how to effectively promote to people on the ground. I understood how to effectively promote within the neighborhoods and really get people to not just take a flyer, but to actually read the flyer, spend time talking, and then converting them, meaning they would come down to the club and pay money. When I got on the street team, it was just up the, uh, uh, another notch because now I was promoting artists and I was promoting a record label and I was promoting all of these different things that came with it. So I didn't want to do any of those things. I became a party promoter because I couldn't get in the music industry and I needed to feed myself and have flexible hours. When I got into the music industry, I didn't want to be in the promotion department on the street team, but I took what was given to me. But 
I became this effective and expert promoter, this expert marketer. I understood how to take messages, whether they're corporate messages or whether they're messages coming from a record label standpoint and translate them and create these marketing campaigns that would translate to whoever the desired audience was. I was picking up a skill set that I didn't even know that I was picking up. And one day I set out on my own to create this company, Power Moose Inc., because while I was still working at Bad Boy, I had corporate brands looking in like, who is running these campaigns? Who is behind all of these creative, out-of-the-box, alternative marketing campaigns that is, you know, they're converting these records into gold, platinum, multi-platinum, diamond albums. And people started to, they sought me out. People were literally calling me saying, look, you know, why don't you come in for a meeting? We see what you're doing with the records. Do you think you can make this happen for our brand? Do you think this you can make this happen for, you know, in, in some cases I would work with um Colgate Palmolive. Do you think you can get people to, you know, use Colgate instead of Crest? And I realized I didn't even ask for this skill set. I didn't even ask for this expertise, but because I kept my head low and I was doing, I, I was trying to get in where I fit in and I was going hard and I was treating every day like it was my first day. I literally become an expert in something that I never planned to. And it became the, the, the foundation for this business, Power Moves Inc. that I created. And, you know, we have worked, like you said, with some of the, the biggest companies in the world, the HBOs, Colgate Palmolive, McDonald's, you know, ESPN, I can go on and name so many. And it's not even something I set out to do. So trust the process. Definitely, definitely. I also want to get into um, Global Spin Awards. So now you are the founder of the Global Spin Awards, which is something huge. Everyone knows it's the Grammy for the DJs. And you've had so many celebrity artists. You've had DJ Khaled, DJ Kid Capri. I mean, talking pretty much everyone, um, TI, anyone can really name there. Um, so how did you um, get started with that? How did it actually become an actual idea to becoming something real life and reality for you? It's a great question. In working records for as many years as I did, and you know, I, I kept moving up the ranks while I was in the company at Bad Boy. So I started on the street team. I eventually was the vice president of promotion at the company. Um, but a large part of my career was working with the DJs, that, that, that they were uh, an essential part of any record label's career. Like anybody who works at a record label, the DJs, they're the ones who break your records. And over the years, I had made great friends with so many of the, the biggest DJs on the planet, so many of the biggest entertainers on the planet. And I, I would notice every year, you know, February is it, it, it's award season. So you would see artists who had their records broke by the DJs. They would be now honored at the Grammy Awards. They would be honored at the American Music Awards, the VMAs, and, you know, just every other award ceremony out there that recognizes artists and their achievement to, to, to pop culture year over year. 
you know, I would see the same thing happen in film, in television, whether it's the Emmys or it's the, the Academy Awards, uh, the Golden Globes. And, I don't, you know, God just works in very mysterious ways. Again, for, for Sean, I developed all of these relationships with DJs and radio programmers and celebrities just by doing my job. And, you know, I'm a person I love to give back. I love, I, you know, I, I think that, that our legacy is not about what we build on this earth, but it's how many future leaders we build. It's, it's really giving back. And I started to think to myself, and I was like, you know what? You got the Grammys, the, the Academy Awards. You got every, the Golden Globes. Every award ceremony is out there, and they recognize everybody. The, the, the porn community even had an award show for porn stars. But the DJs, the people who were breaking these records, they had nothing. So for me, this was partly a way for me to give back, but it was also part of a legacy I wanted to leave to the game that Sean Prez was here. Sean Prez didn't just come in and take, he gave. So I created this entity called the Global Spin Awards, which is the Grammys for the DJs. Like you said, the biggest DJs in the world attend every year. And for me, it was, it was important, it was extremely important that I create something that it was of substance. So we personally designed everything from the award. It's a, it's, a, it's a black tie event. It is red carpet. It is invite only. Just think of the Grammys and translate that to the DJs. It's, it's a hard to get in, very difficult to get a ticket thing. And everybody came out to support these unsung heroes. So, you know, looking back, I could say that this was arguably the most difficult thing that I've ever done in terms, and I've created several successful businesses. This one was the most difficult, but it was worth it. And, you know, it's always a blessing to look back and see how many stars and how many entertainers and how many DJs look at this thing as, you know, this is their Grammys. This is the one that they look forward to every year. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, I really appreciate you being able to lend your helping hand. And again, like you said, it's one of the hardest things that you've ever done, but you actually went through with it and you continue to it. And look, it's a big success. It's amazing. People, I'm pretty sure appreciate it so much, especially the DJs who you met, you work with and people knowing you and your kind heart and you knowing that you actually have been able to do this for them. It's fantastic. Now, I also want to talk about, um, I know that you are a mentor, you're a coach, and you've had so much experience in the industry, in music industry, whether you were interning at Bad Boy Records, where you grew up knowing how hard it is to break in the industry, and you actually being able to be really well at it, also in marketing and communications. Is there any kind of advice that you could give to like struggling musicians? I know right now it's COVID-19 going on, so there's a little bit of a roadblock for some artists if they feel that they can't perform anymore or it's a lot of things that they can't do right now. Is there any kind of inspiration or advice you would give to them? I'll give them the same advice that I would give you, that I would give anybody. I mean, I just told my story in a nutshell. And you see people, again, and I said this earlier, they look and they see people who have made it. They see people who are 
you know, doing it and, and are in position that they want to be in. And they think that it just happened overnight and it doesn't. There's no such thing as an overnight success. So let, let's start with, you know, you just mentioned COVID. Mm-hmm. COVID is, it's devastating. It has taken over 209 or 210,000 people. It's taken their lives in the U.S. alone. So it is. it has really impacted the very core of who we are as humanity, just as, as, as a society of human beings. But with all of the, the devastation and the challenges that COVID, COVID has caused, it has also created opportunity. And it has also given us all back something that is more precious than anything on earth with the exception of health, of good health. It's given us back time, meaning most of the world is quarantined. You have more time now than you ever did. And you need to be taking advantage of this time. So to artists in particular, number one, stay the course. There's not an artist out there who should tell me that they don't have at least two albums sitting in the can because they have been recording so much while COVID has put a a, a pause on the world. Right now, you should be recording like there is no tomorrow. Number two, just like Vanessa, you and I are doing right now, we have a Zoom call going. We're taking advantage of technology. Artists, are you taking advantage of technology? Are you finding out what's going to be the next Twitch? What's going to be the next TikTok? What is going to be the next thing that is not oversaturated that you can find a community, a tribe, a group of people who are just so into you and they're going to support you long after COVID is over? So right now, I don't want to hear that, yes, you can't tour, but there's so much that you can do. There's so much that can be done. And I would just tell anybody who's listening, you have to stay the course. You have to. COVID is a pause. It is not a stop sign. There is a big difference between a stoplight and that yellow light that you come up to where you just kind of got to pause through. That's what COVID is. So for anybody who has stopped going after their dreams aggressively, you never wanted it in the first place. Anybody who is choosing now as an excuse for why they can't do what it is that they're supposed to be doing, you never wanted it bad enough in the first place. So for any artist, take advantage of technology, create your own Zoom or or, or virtual concerts. I don't care if it's 10 people there. Let that 10 people go out and tell 10 more friends just how great you were. And next go round, if each person told 10 people, you'll have 100 people that attends your Zoom con, your, your virtual c- concert. So I would be recording like a madman. I would literally have two, three albums in a can, but I would also be using technology to try to get my music out there. And then I'll just give the obvious advice, trying to get your stuff on the playlist that are available, but everybody is trying to do that. So it's not as easy as it once was, but you just have to keep it. I'll leave it here. You 
is as an artist, <laughs> you're fighting for five minutes of Sean's time. You're fighting, you're fighting for five minutes of Vanessa's time. You are fighting against Instagram, Facebook, all of the different things, work, all of the different things that are now consuming all of our time. How are you going to find a way for me to give you my five minutes? And that's what you need to be aggressively thinking of. What marketing campaign can I come up, come up with? What marketing tactic? What can I do that's so different that I could peel Sean, Vanessa, or anybody else out there, I can peel just five minutes of their time so that they can listen to my music. That's something that for each of us is going to be different, but you need to be focused on that. Definitely. I really appreciate you being able to give us that kind of advice, especially for artists and musicians who have been asking actually for quite some time now, asking like, what can I do now? Or like, feel like they're at this roadblock. I really appreciate that. And also, you being able to be completely real with us and let us know, look, this is not a stop sign. You can continue to go with your craft. And if you really want it, you're going to go after it regardless. Definitely. Now, Sean, where can we stay connected with you? Like, where can we find out more information about you? And also, someone wants, wants to connect with you on social media or anything like that. Where can we find you? I would love for everybody to follow me. I'm on all platforms, the same thing, Power Moves Prez. Just like my shirt says, Power Moves Prez, P-R-E-Z, which is my last name. But if you are into self-development and education and you are really interested in learning from high-level executives and successful entrepreneurs, I have a channel on YouTube that I you know, I created it to give back to our community because like I said, when I was coming up, I did not have a mentor. I did not have anybody who was successful that was within earshot of me that I can just ask a question, just say, what do I need to do now? So I created this platform where I interview high level executives and successful entrepreneurs and I extract as much great information from them so that you, if you don't have a mentor, if you don't have anybody who's extremely successful around you, you can watch these interviews and hear it from the horse's mouth. So now they become virtual mentors to you. So please visit my uh, YouTube channel at, uh, it's Power Move Makers. Power Move Makers, or you can just put Power Move Press. Either which way it'll come up. And I'm also available on iTunes, Spotify, and every other streaming outlet out there. Um, same thing, Power Move Makers. Fantastic. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Vamo Radio. You can also check out this interview again on our website at vamo-radio.com, as well as our YouTube channel will be up there also. Again, if you have any contact questions, you can contact Susan Bishop. Thank you so much, John. I appreciate having you on the show today. Vanessa, you're the best. Continued success to you. Again, thank you so much for allowing me on your platform. And I am looking, better yet, I'm expecting big things from you. Thank you, Sean.